my simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the new Corner Office. Today's tip is about what to do if you realize that your colleagues are working longer hours than you are. One of the best parts of working from home is the opportunity to manage based on tasks, not time. While yes, there are all sorts of ways to imitate the FaceTime culture, like sending Slack messages at 7 a.m. or 9 p.m. just to show you're there, this impulse is lessened when no one can see people walk in and out. And yet good work does require a reasonable amount of focused time. With schools and daycares still closed in many parts of the country, I've been hearing from a lot of working parents pointing out that there are huge gaps in the quarantine experience between them and their colleagues without caregiving responsibilities. The parents are trading off with each other, and even by working in the early morning or at night after the kids go to bed, they're logging six hours a day max, and that's with about half of the actual workday completely unavailable. People without partners or whose partners are working out of the house in essential jobs wind up juggling even more. Meanwhile, people who live alone or maybe only with other adults wind up working longer hours, quite possibly out of boredom. No wonder people with kids worry about looking like slackers. Even though they're on pretty much every hour of the day, they feel like they're not getting much done. One person even said that she was thinking about quitting because it didn't seem like this situation was going to end soon, and she couldn't stand doing B-minus work. If you're in this situation, let me say that I sympathize. I am writing this with an infant playing on the floor of my office. It can be devastating for a lifelong A-plus worker to do work that is less than what you know you are capable of. And I know this situation is particularly worrisome if you suspect there are layoffs in the future. However, in the case of the person who mentioned B-minus work, her employer was actually hiring. So I hope she decided to stick around. As an employer myself, I know I'd rather have a long-term A-plus employee do B-minus work for six months than walk out. Hiring is hard, as is training new people. Indeed, your B-minus would be that person's A-plus for the first few months. Quite possibly, your C-minus would be that person's A-plus. So let's be reasonable here. So that leaves the question of what to do if you're working in a situation where some people now have much more time available to work than others. The first option is to be grateful. 
there is probably a certain amount of work that needs to get done. And if some people are able and willing to take on more of it, great. Theoretically, you are all on the same team. Trying to be appreciative rather than resentful can shift your mindset considerably. Compliment colleagues on a job well done. Praise them. Not only is this nice, it actually makes people think more highly of you too. It reinforces in everyone's mind that this is not a competition. If you're in a situation where management is playing people off each other, well, really think hard if this is a situation you want to stay in long term. Crises tend to reveal who people really are. Second, if you have limited time, it becomes incredibly important to focus on the things you do best. Really think through your work. What uniquely do you do and what could be given to others? What requires focus and what does not? Plan out your limited work hours to optimize your time. Do focused work when your partner can cover. Do administration or email in bits of time. I know it's really tempting when you finally get a chance to sit down at your work to start going through your inbox. But your inbox is not your to-do list. Do not spend nap time cleaning it out. If you are smart, you can get more done in five or six well-planned hours than in nine unplanned ones. It might help to focus on some documentable wins. That way, when you feel unproductive, you have concrete evidence to the contrary. And finally, focus on ways you can contribute to your team's well-being beyond hours. A little empathy helps here. For instance, if you are currently drowning in children, you might be dying for some solo time. But imagine how lonely it would be to be quarantined by yourself for the last eight weeks. Maybe you can have virtual coffees with your colleagues where you just discuss social stuff. And you can do this while watching your kids play in the backyard. If you're running virtual meetings, be sure to build in some time to discuss life and to check in on people at the beginning. This may seem ridiculous when you're so pressed for time, but few meetings accomplish all that much beyond connecting people for a few minutes anyway. The social part may be all you remember. Indeed, memories are limited. Eventually, this will all be over. A year from now, people will remember if their colleagues were cheerful and encouraging rather than how many hours they worked. And when this is over, the productivity strategies you learn now will make you unstoppable. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to succeeding in the New Corner Office. The New Corner Office is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> Ooh. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B.